That was a little longer than it's supposed to be. Sorry about that, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Lab podcast. Uh, if you are looking to move to Austin or just generally interested in the Austin area, we are glad that you came. So we've got a couple of realtors here. We just want to share some, some, some information that can help you make a decision or decide some things to do. And we're looking to have a good discussion with you today. So why don't we introduce ourselves, starting with Liberty. Hello, everybody. My name is Liberty Walker, and I am a realtor with Pure Realty. Love it. JJ? What's up, y'all? JJ Tolentino with the Next Level Property Group at Keller Williams Realty. Very cool. Crystal? Crystal here with Keller Williams Realty, Northwest Market Center. Thanks. And I'm Ian of Austin, everywhere on the internet. Sorry that I went in that weird order. It, just, You know, I was doing the clockwise thing. I thought that too. <laughs> I was like, like you know, is it either going to go clockwise or ladies first? One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. So today's topic is winters in Austin. Like, what do you do? Because Austin, a lot of people relocate here, especially when they're coming from north to, to uh, enjoy the weather and the culture and all these things. But we still have a winter here. So why don't we start start by talking about the weather? Tell us about the weather. Any of you, who whoever'd like to go first, what do you think the weather's like here? Well, I think that you know, it could be on Christmas Day you have shorts and a t-shirt on, and I think, you know, typically it doesn't really get cold until January, February, in my experience. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I I would echo that. How about you, Crystal? Yeah, I think nowadays because of global warming, um, it's been getting a lot less colder here, I feel like, or it takes a while for it to get cold. So that's why we, it doesn't get cold until like for like a week in February. But um, I do notice that it does get a little cool here and there in December and January, but then like it doesn't get freezing cold until February. Yeah. It, it might snow one day. It might freeze. Yeah. It might three, freeze three days. It's snowed <laughs> two I've, I've heard back. reports of snow, but I've never actually seen it. The one time I heard about it, I was in Dallas for the weekend, and they were like, oh, my God, it's snowing. I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't believe it. It's, it's snowed snow. for no, the past 15 years. <laughs> JJ, what about the, the nights versus the days? How do you think people feel about those, the temperature difference? I actually like winters in that it kind of feels like Cali, like it, it gets cool but not like cold. Well, when you say Cali, are you talking Northern or Southern? Cause there's, there's a very big difference. That's a big state. Like the 70, like 60s. Sometimes even at the nights it could be like 50s, but during the days they'll be like 70s, 80s. Isn't that typical? Yeah. Well, I mean like today it was, what was the temperature? It's 80 degrees outside right now. Sunny, gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, and then it'll be 50 tonight. Yeah. Right. But it's, it's almost December. So, I think it's incredible uh, that we have a little bit of variation, but still not a lot of snow or no snow, really. Uh, I'm going to give you a story. When I relocated here from Chicago, it was in a blizzard. It was February 6th, 2015, in a blizzard. And then when I arrived here in Austin, it was 78 degrees on February 9th. That's how I knew I made it, made the right choice right there. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Okay, so um, what about the, the types of things that you like to do? Since the weather's, you know, it's it's kind of a, a cooler uh, temperature than something like California, but a lot better than New York or, or, or Chicago when it comes to wintertime. What are some of the things that you like to do outside? Uh, why don't we start with JJ? 
I will have to say Mozart's. Okay. All right. And, so and Christmas, that is for somebody. Well, Mozart's is a cool place to go because it's a, a coffee spot by Lake Austin. And it's a super cool view because you could see that the west side area of, of Austin, which is West Lake and higher end properties. They got boat docks and stuff out there. But during the wintertime, they have Christmas lights. And it, it, it's Christmas show, show. There's like over a million LED lights out there and they play music and you can get your coffee and all that stuff. Your desserts, cheesecake. Okay, I love that cheesecake. <laughs> and hot chocolate. Crystal, you have some some places that you like to go? Yeah. Um, ooh, I guess, I guess for like something new, I know the Kalahari Resort opened up and oh. that's something that people can do now. Like it just, it just opened up like last week, I think. So it'll be definitely summer, like it'll be added to the list of things to do now during the winter. Yeah. Um, and then well, another well, thing. Why? Is, why is that now a place? Cause that's important, right? An important yeah. distinction. Cause we yeah. have water parks all over the place. What makes this one exciting? It's, it's indoor. So it's an indoor water park. So it's an indoor resort. Everything's inside. You got restaurants, uh, big water park. I think um, I have a friend who went to the soft opening and apparently there's an arcade there as well. So yeah, it's like, there's a lot to do there. So I have, I have tickets that I purchased for two weeks from now. I don't know if I'm going to go because of the situation. It's important. <laughs> So if anybody's interested, we're not allowed to say that thing on uh, on uh, YouTube or Facebook or whatever. We get dinged for it. So, um, but I have tickets. If anybody's interested, maybe I, maybe we can work something out. But uh, yeah, uh, America's largest indoor water park. It's really cool. Just opened here, just north of Austin, about fifteen minutes. How about you, Liberty? Well, one of I have two things that I oh. like, and one is. If it's a little brisk outside, if it's a little chilly, I will drive over down 35th Street on the west side of town and I will go up to Mount Bunnell and I will look off the side and it's so gorgeous. And in fall, you know, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but our trees are starting to change colors. Mm -hmm. They, I feel like they used to not change yellow, orange, and so it is just the most beautiful view you can look. What is that? Is that the Colorado River? You can see um, you can see the lakefront properties and the little twinkle lights. It's so beautiful. And the second thing I love to do this year is going to look a little bit different, but it's the Trail of Lights. And this year they're still going to have it, but you will be able to drive through. So you can Google Trail of Lights. That happens um, downtown, like Auditorium Shores area. And um, I don't know what it's going to look like this year, but at least when you're stuck in traffic, maybe you can see some <laughs> some Christmas lights. Yeah. I, I actually wanted to comment on both of those points. So the Christmas lights, I think that's one of those things uh, – you can see in in a lot of cities, a lot of the cities are doing Christmas lights and they have for the last, you know, 50 years or whatever. So if you Google it, I'm imagining, like you said, Liberty, that they're going to be doing drive-by lights to adapt to the situation that's been 
uh, taking place. Um, JJ, you had mentioned something about when you said Mozart. My first thought was there are so many restaurants when the situation doesn't impact them. There's so many restaurants where you can just sit outside on the patio and enjoy it, right? I think that's uh, really cool, really cool to keep in mind. So uh, what was my, did I give one? I didn't give one. What are, are we, we're talking about outside? Are we talking about outside or inside? Which one are we doing first? I heard you threw outside first. I said outside? Okay, I can do outside. Sorry, Crystal, I, I, I threw you off. Okay, so for outside, um, so last year, not last year, the year before, maybe last year, I did the polar bear plunge. Anybody know what that is? <gasps> is it, yes, yeah, Spartan what Springs. Well, I don't know. I, I see it and I'm like, wow. On New Year, right? Yeah. I've never done it. Okay, JJ, this is like this is like climbing Mount Everest. There is no reason why. Other than <laughs> did it because there's so few people that are willing to subject themselves to such torture. Right? That's all it is. So uh that makes sense. yeah, I had a couple friends, they were like, hey, let's go do this. And I and I'm I you know, my favorite quote is uh when's the last time you've done something for the first time? So I'm like, eh, I'll do it. Let's go. And then, yeah, we went and jumped in the, in the Barton Creek on New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's morning. And the cool, yeah. what I love to think about is that the Barton Springs, they, they continuously stay 70 degrees. That right so there. Sometimes if it's colder out Side in the t in the air, it actually feels kind of warm in there, and steam will rise off the water. And so, getting out Aww. is the hard part. <laughs> right. This isn't Norway or whatever. You know, this isn't Russia. It's nice. I will. You'll catch me when it's seventy degrees outside with my sweater and my boots and my hot chocolate outside walking. Around. <laughs> because I'm freezing. That's exactly it. And you know, so I, I like that you said that because that's the, the another thing that I'd like to do outside is it's perfect for hiking or mountain biking. I just uh, went to, what is it, Eddie Bauer or Columbia or whatever, one of those stores, and I got fleece pants that are lined with fleece so that I can spend more time outside. Because it's not, I mean, it's still nice. There's no snow or whatever, but um, as long as you have the right clothing, you can hang out almost the same as you would in the summer. How, how, how many of you have spent time in Colorado? Me. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like that, right? Winter here is like Colorado, period. <laughs> like like Boulder, I feel like. Don't you? Yeah, so, yeah it feels good. In yeah. February and January, it can get a little misty and a little yucky. Mm. We'll have to throw, and sometimes if it freezes, it's... How about, uh, okay, so how about inside? What are some of the things that you like to do inside? I'll go with, uh, this time I'm going to start with Crystal. Put you on the spot. Okay, well, since I already named an inside, I'm going to do an outside. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so I guess for outside, I like to, I like to bike. Yeah. I know it's not what a lot of people want to do in the winter because it's like cold sometimes. But, you know, in Texas, you'll have pretty good days. So going biking like on Lady Bird Lake or the Mueller Park is, is something that, that I really like to do. You know, I'd almost imagine that it feels more comfortable than it would in the middle of June 
when it's 103 degrees outside, right? You don't have the sun beating down on just that one spot in your neck. You know, you have that one spot that sits out and that starts turning all dark red or whatever color you turn when when the sun's on. (laughs) How about you, Liberty? I do love biking. Biking is fun. But my indoor, if I was going to choose and think about what I was going to do indoor, I would bake some delicious cookies mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. fam. You know, I I have just, I just use the recipe in the inside of the Nestle's chips and it comes out perfectly every time. So I've tried fancy recipes and for some reason, those are still the best. So I'll also maybe watch a movie. You know what's great about that, the, the statement you just made? So. A lot of people in, in Austin, in this area, are starting to have covered patios, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just you know tying in real estate a little bit. So if they have covered patios and you just baked fresh, hot cookies, but you still enjoy fresh air and a little bit of cool breeze, mm-hmm. imagine fresh baked cookies around a fire in your backyard, mm-hmm. covered patio, it could be mm, perfect, you know? like. I, I think I, I think that's going to be very commonplace this year and beyond, especially. JJ, how about you? What uh, what do you do? What are we at inside? Inside, outside. you know, I couldn't really think of anything inside. I do really? have a, a patio version, kind of, sort of. I'm going to give you one. Do you ever watch any any sports events? Yeah. Where do you do that? At home. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> football, do you guys watch is football? I mean, are the is it going on right now? Yeah, it's football starting. It is, it is right at the moment. So we just we all in case people don't know, in Austin, we just moved to a stage four yesterday because of the situation. So a lot of things are um, reducing capacity and some might even be closed uh, for a little bit of time. So UT is UT football going on right now, JJ? Yeah. Yeah. Stadium playing. And there's people okay. that go to the stadium. Where were you going with the with the sports? Well, okay. So I love going to the HEB Center. And I th- I may have mentioned this in one of those other videos, but I love going to the HEB Center because it lets me go. It oh, lets me park? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I hockey. I've been to hockey, hockey games, it man. Awesome. Yeah. It's a blast. And and they offer all the amenities. You know, you've got decent seating and all that. Um, they make it super interactive. Yeah, the hockey is so, super fun. And, and it's still a little chilly because, you know, there's ice all over there, but <laughs> it's a nice place. It's a nice place. I and, actually got uh, season tickets for two years to the the D-League basketball. They call it G-League now because Gatorade. Oh, uh, gosh. I watched the, the Austin Spurs play at the Cedar Park Center in Cedar Park. Which is a feeder team to the San Antonio Spurs. So yeah. that's fantastic yeah, yeah you get to see actually, the pros once you go to those games you know the whole bench you know like the whole and you see the people that are like going in between yeah and they give you a whole nother aspect of like the rest of the players <laughs> right. like the super superstars but some of those people end up being superstars too or the superstars come down to play if they're like playing off an injury or something it's pretty cool you get those you get those hustle hard people yeah, like the well, ones that want to well, like prove that they're good. Yeah, <laughs> and get they're them. like super, super good, but they're just like five nine or something like crazy. Hey man, that's still a couple inches on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So there's also tennis that you can do outside. 
that's another really good one because you're running. Mm-hmm. You're running the whole time, so you have yeah. uh, that, you know that your your that labored breathing. So yeah. helps with your just your make sure that you're hitting with people who uh, you trust. Like right. yeah, don't because of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, oh, I want to show you this for tennis. Under Armour. Under Armour makes uh, masks. This is not sponsored, by the way, but they make <laughs> they make masks, and so oh. I bought an Under Armour mask because it sits a little further away from your nose. Oh. Uh, and it makes it great uh, when I go rock climbing, for example, in indoors. Um, they have you wear a mask, and so you can wear this and it's a little further away from here, and it still works as good as a lot of these other. Uh, masks that we have to wear. Okay, so how about things to avoid? So we know it's a little colder. Um, is there any place in mind that you would avoid due to the weather, due to the change in weather? This one, I'm, whoever, uh, let me start. I'll start. I'll, I'll say you have people that come from California or maybe Southern Florida or some other places in the, in the world where it's warm and they're used to being able to do certain types of activities in the winter, like kayaking or stand-up paddleboarding. In a lot of cases, I don't think that's going to happen here. So if you're used to doing that every weekend, that's that's something that's going to that may change in your life. You might get out there on the frigid water, but I don't. I see like one person out there, and I think they're crazy. So, <laughs> anyone else have anything that you would avoid or uh, things that change in the winter time due to being winter time? I keep thinking about what's going on these days. <laughs> I, know, I know there's like a lot of events happening and I guess just avoid, just be careful and just avoid, you know, crowded events. Agreed. Yeah. Cause I'm like, Christmas party this month? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, so, uh, you know how they have Black Friday normally? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I noticed a lot of the stores um, started putting out their deals early. We just bought like appliances, for example, because we, they're everything's on sale. I said, well, this is great. Black Friday is not supposed to be for another week or two, and everybody's adapted. Uh, so, but I'm the kind of guy that used to stand in lines. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think there's going to be any lines, or if they are, you've got to be like six feet apart. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Liberty? Anything that you you can think of? I was just going to say that for homeowners. Um, it will, you know, when the winter, ch- uh, when the weather changes and the it starts to get cold outside, you'll get like field mice coming into your attic and um, things that are normally outside, you know. So I would say now would be a good time to call a pest service company. And um, a lot of times, like I have a few that I've worked with that I really like. So hit me up if you want some recommendations on those. Um, Liberty's recommendations. And I would you know, say a roundabout way, avoid the chem- the ones that are, have very harsh chemicals. Yeah. I um, actually really like that point. You're absolutely right. And there's a lot of new construction going on. And when animals don't have, when their home is removed, they have to find another place to go. Right. And so it's usually adjacent to where they're at. And so if you live near new construction or you purchase a new construction home this winter, that's going to be huge for you to consider. These animals are going to find a place. And and usually your attic is the coziest because it stays nice and warm up there. Okay, so uh, be careful with that. Also, uh, 
what are some other ways, since we're on the topic, what are some other ways you think this affects your real estate? So we know getting a pest in, uh, getting pest control out there is a good one. Any other thoughts? I've got one. I'll, I'll throw one out there. So um, tree trimming. The, generally, this is the time where you would get, like if you have an oak tree or something, oak wilt would be starting to set in or maybe. So get your trees trimmed. Another benefit is if the tree branch is hanging over your roof, that's an invite, an invite for those pests, right? Yeah. To get in and get, get, make, make the, your place their home. Their place. <laughs> yeah. Make for, your place their place. For me. So in my opinion, I guess for me and how it'll affect real estate or your home, it would be your, your AC unit as well. Cause I know the temperatures fluctuate. Yes. So you're either when it either it'll get really hot and then you won't have AC or it'll get really cold and you don't have a heater or a working um, HVAC. So make sure to get that checked. That's get so it. true. Can you imagine it? <laughs> I've had this happen where the heat goes out <laughs> in the middle of winter. And yeah. to me, to me, if it's 73 degrees, it's too cold. I can't, I, it's too much. I put on layers of coats. So, uh, but we have a fireplace. So we'll crank on that gas fireplace and call it, uh, call it done. How about you, JJ? Anything you can think of? I was thinking of market stuff. Okay. Like sometimes at the end of the year, maybe with the builder. Yeah. If we could swing some of that stuff, it's, it's kind of crazy in Austin, but theoretically they're buyers can have some advantage somewhere. Austin's yeah. a little different. Can you explain why that is normally in a normal environment? Normally, and I think statistically there are less buyer activity because people are a little bit more concerned. They just got done with Thanksgiving and Christmas and they're a little bit more they're preparing for the money. year. Yeah, well, the it's, savings it's, are going out. Down payment was buying Christmas gifts for whoever playing Santa. And there's typically not as much demand, but it also kind of depends. I mean, you know, Austin has a lot of low supply, so it relatively looks like a crap load of demand, but it's also a lot of demand. But um, sometimes, you know, maybe if you could pick off like a Hutto builder or something like that, you might be able to pull something off like a yeah. before the end of the year sale quota that this builder is trying to sell or meet or something like that. Uh, I've, I've seen, and ladies echo me if I'm, if I'm correct or incorrect, let me know. I think I've seen a lot of people um, wanting to get their, their books, their taxes in order. And so the builders in the past would try to offload their inventory. Right. Right. Or if there's an investor that does taxes at the beginning of every year, they're trying to get their properties sold so that they can have a, a good tax strategy going forward. So you might be oh, able to also buyers that are topping. It's good to close because you get your tax exemption that, prior to the first. Okay. Can you repeat that? Because I think that's one of the most important points for a lot of people, especially first time home buyers, they will have no clue about this. So please say that again. Right. So basically there's a tax exemption where if it's your homestead and that's your, your personal property, you pay less taxes, but you only get that exemption if you live in that property on the first of that year. Right. So if you purchase any time after the first going into next year, you won't get your tax exemption. So you have to close on it in 2020 to get a 
your 2021 tax exemption. You you buy something in 2021, you have to wait all the way until 2022. Yeah. Well, I know, I saw you do the math in your head. I was like, Will they reimburse you for those taxes paid? No, that's the problem. Delay. It's just the county can't. Yeah, what are they going to do? Go back and say, oh, you paid too much. No, but but you know what you can do? What can you do? Get the owner to pay. If your taxes, if you feel you are paying too much in property taxes, it is your right as a Texas resident to do what? Protest. Boom. There it is. So in Texas, you protest, right? You say, I don't think my house is worth this. The guy across the street just sold it for, the guy across the street sold it for $30,000 less. Well, there you go. But the reason why that's um, important is a lot of, People don't know that, but also it's a non-disclosure state. So anybody who may not be familiar with this, Texas, we don't tell the city what we pay for our houses, right? So they have to guess. So they send some guy out to go look at it. We call him an appraiser and he goes and looks and he's like, I think it's worth this based on these selling. And you're like, "Uh uh-uh, nope. This guy had three upgrades. This guy added a bathroom. Mine is not worth the same. I'm protesting. And then that's the way you can uh, lower your or fight your property tax increase for the year. So yeah. when you when you get a permit to like, let's say you converted your garage, you're telling you- on yourself. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like a double edged sword too because you want that square footage because you want it to be worth more, but then it's like your taxes are going to be more. So I would do that prior to the sale. Right. So one, you do it prior to the sale. That's one way to do it. But another thought is if you have your homestead exemption, and again, if you think that anything I'm speaking out of turn, if you have your homestead exemption, it caps the amount that you can be taxed at. And so if you start doing a little bit here, a little bit there, um, you're still capped because you have that homestead exemption. So, so you kind of save yourself. You want it to be low taxes when you buy it. And I'm not going to say high tax. You want it to, sorry, be appraised low when you buy it and right. appraised high when you sell it. Yeah. That's what Don't you worry want. about it. What's going on in between? You want yeah. to probably keep it low. Question for, for people who probably might not know how yeah. do you make your primary home or your homestead? So, yeah, every January, your realtor can yes. send you. The the paperwork or the link to go to the city website and and, and submit it. it and it's free. Yeah, Travis or whatever so, county. Yes, yeah. it's free. Ian, that's such a good point because these sub agencies will try to make you pay these fees, and all they're doing is just filing for you. So it's free. Right. It's free to do that to file for your homestead exemption. Right. I'll do it for you for thirty dollars. You'll get these letters. They look all official. It looks like oh, it's from the city. 30. <laughs> looks like it's from the city and you're like, wait a minute, that doesn't, what? Yeah. So ask your, if you ever receive anything about your house, ask your realtor, ask your agent. And if you don't have one, you can ask, you can create a relationship with one and ask them because they're happy to help if it's a, a question related to your home. All right. I think we are at time or really close to time. Anything else that we want to talk about before we close out today? Well, I just wanted to say, I hope it snows for you. No, I don't. No, I left Chicago. 
I don't want it's snow. Snow here is so pretty, though. It, it melts as soon as it hits the ground. Send me a postcard. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do it. I just told you I got cold when it's 73 degrees. Can't. Yeah, I'm with you, dude. I like, I like the heat. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about winter, I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Yeah. And, and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Hanukkah, Thanksgiving. What else do we have? Ra uh, Ra Ramadan. Ramadan. Uh, holidays. Christmas. I mean, we're going to be back. We're going to be back next week still. I just, you know, I want to get it all out. Make sure everybody understands. Yeah, yeah. It's we're talking really about. inclusive. I'm this so ready to just leave the summer behind us and let's just make it a magical winter in Austin. Where are you from? <laughs> you wanted to be over It was a crazy summer. I wanted to change. It was a crazy summer. There, yeah, 2020, 2020 is almost over. So that's a good thing about this winter. So um uh I guess everybody, thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you want us to discuss in future episodes. And don't forget that you can find us on all the different streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Google, Google, Amazon, Apple. Where, where, where else? Where else is, where else do people listen Facebook. to podcasts? Anyway, anywhere you listen YouTube. to podcasts, YouTube, obviously, Facebook, all that. So, and our com contact information is in the description. Never hesitate to reach out to us. Have yourselves a wonderful rest of the week. Bye now. <laughs>